Today is Friday, December the 16th, 2022, and it's a great day to have a day here on the Spurs Up show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. On today's show, we start with some Gamecocks football news and notes a couple of days late, but I give my thoughts on Shane Beamer and Dowell Loggins' press conference on Wednesday morning, everything they had to say. Also sticking with Carolina football, Darius Rush opts out as he is preparing for the 2023 NFL Draft. Also, Gilbert Edmond hits the portal. And I will just give my overall thoughts on where we stand right now with the transfer portal and how that's affecting South Carolina. Also, guys, we break down tomorrow's game on the hardwood as the Gamecocks take on the East Carolina Pirates in a neutral site game in Greenville, South Carolina at Bon Secours Wellness Arena. Guys, I'll break down the game in its entirety. We'll talk top storylines, ECU players to watch for, and I'll give my lead pipe lock of the weekend as well. Guys, we got a packed show for you here on this Friday. And of course, as always, it's brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. When you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Guys, Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. Here's how it works you pick two to six players and you can win it 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry guys. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entries. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. You can play college sports, pro sports. Anything and everything in between, they have got it. They've also got a slick, easy-to-use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. And they're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews. Guys, so many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up show have made tons of money with our friends at Price Picks, and you should as well. Go download the Price Picks app or go to pricepicks.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Um, when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it!
boys and girls. Happy Friday, TGIF. Hope you're all doing well. Chris Phillips here, the Spurs Up Show. As always, appreciate you all tuning in. And we have got a packed show for you here on this Friday. I hope your weekend is off to a fantastic start. And I hope this show does find you well, no matter where you are, what you are doing. Again, lots to get into. Hopefully, you're getting your Christmas shopping done as we sit now, what, just nine days away from Christmas. It's that time of year. Everybody's in the rush, the hustle and bustle. And I want to say thank you all so much for the love and support on the merchandise side of the business. We have certainly felt the Christmas rush on our end, and it's truly a blessing. And it's a blessing and a privilege to be able to give back to you all. Uh, Also, I do want to let you know in regards to the Gator Bowl, of course, upcoming on December the 30th, we have the Cox versus Catholics merch, which dropped earlier this week. Your last day to order to guarantee by kickoff delivery is tomorrow by midnight. Now, again, as I say all the time with these by X delivery dates, if you order after Saturday, if you order after tomorrow, there is a chance you may still get it for kickoff. I just can't guarantee it. So, again, if you want to make sure you're getting your merchandise, I'll be rocking mine. If you want to be sure you're rocking it down in Jacksonville or just rocking it to watch the game, uh, be sure to go ahead and get your orders out of the way. Order it by midnight tomorrow night, and you will have it for the Gamecocks game against Notre Dame on December the 30th. But, again, guys, I just want to say thank you all so much. Appreciate you all. Another great week in the books from the podcast, the Daily Crow, social media, the merchandise. I mean, shit is buzzing right now, and I just cannot say thank you enough it is truly a blessing, and uh, I'm I'm grateful and thankful for each and every single one of you that tunes in, that shows love. Uh, you guys keep us rocking and rolling. Also, guys, I want to give you a quick update. The uh, Made by Jocelyn t-shirts, those are being shipped out this weekend. I know there's been a lot of concerns and a lot of questions, and God bless Jocelyn on her end. She is working her tail off. She's a young, growing entrepreneur, and the orders very much so exceeded what we were expecting in regards to the victory shirts for the Tennessee and the Sucks games. However, I can assure you those shirts have been being printed all week long, and they are being shipped off this weekend, and everyone who ordered those, you will have them by Christmas. So I want to assure you they are on the way. I do apologize for the delay just because of the sheer number of orders and something happened with Jocelyn's email and it's just been kind of chaos on our end, but we learn as we go. But I promise guys, nobody got scammed. No, Nobody got their money stolen, nothing like that. And uh, I promise I will make it up to you all for the long wait and the long delay. And, and again, uh, it is a partnership in which we are excited for this to grow and to evolve and to thrive. And, and, um, you know, I'm looking forward to working with Jocelyn more in the future and making some adjustments on our end so we're a little bit more efficient, a little bit more timely when it comes to uh, shipping out product, getting product fulfilled, all that good stuff. But again, guys, I just wanted to let you all know the Made by Jocelyn collab, those T-shirts, those prints, those are all being shipped out this weekend. So you have nothing to fear, nothing to fret. Your money didn't just get stolen. I promise you the merchandise is going out this weekend. So again, I wanted to make that clear. Other than that, again, appreciate y'all so much. Uh, go check out our merchandise, tsus.store. Get your Cox vs. Catholics merch, and then everything else you guys know that we offer. Uh, really do appreciate the love and support on that side of the business. Guys, with that being said, let's go ahead and dive into everything. I know we've been talking about this all week long. Of course, we've spoken on it on Wednesday and Thursday on the Daily Crow, but I did want to give my brief thoughts on what Shane Beamer and Dowell Loggins, the Gamecocks' new OC, had to say Wednesday 
in their press conferences. And what a presser it was for Shane Beamer, right? Absolutely bringing the heat. One of the more memorable press conferences I think that he's ever had. And I'll tell you this. I love Shane Beamer with that type of attitude. I, I love Shane Beamer operating with this, this chip on his shoulder, this us against the world, this, this fired up nature, right? Because I talked about it, guys, at the end of the season, that drop your nuts mentality that we played with. I think that need to, needs to be carried into coming years and carried into the future of South Carolina football. Like, I think that needs to be our identity. When you see us on the schedule, we're the team you don't want to play. We're the team you cringe and you say, you know what? We may win the ball game, but they're going to give us hell for 60 minutes because they're going to play with nothing to lose. They're going to be physical. They're going to be fast. They're going to play with an edge. They're going to be aggressive. They embody the attitude of their head football coach, and that's what Shane Beamer does. And, again, he attacks press conferences even, and I feel like he attacks everything he does with that same attitude. So I, I loved it. I loved Shane Beamer bringing the heat. And uh, I would say this, guys, again, applying pressure is a good thing. And, and applying pressure is the right move. And I think, you know, what you saw is Shane Beamer sort of felt a little bit of the pressure from social media and heard some of the, the rumblings, if you will, and kind of saw what Gamecock social media was doing. And pressure, guys, is a positive. I'm not talking about pressure like we're calling for Beamer's job. I'm just talking about there's a pressure to be great. There's a pressure to win. There's a pressure to have things under control. There's a pressure to continue and keep up positive momentum and keep your program on a positive trajectory. And I love the way he responded. I mean, you guys know I'm high energy, right? So, of course, I love the way Shane Beamer went in his press conference, the way he attacked it. You know, he was he was calling out the doubters. I mean, basically, if you could just summarize Shane Beamer's presser, it was just one big Pipe down slap dick. It really was. And you know what? He may have been telling me pipe down slap dick. He was telling the media. He was telling Gamecock social media. He was telling the boosters. He was telling whatever. And it's okay. It's all good. It's all love, right? We all love each other. We love Shane Beamer, Beamer Ball to the Moon. Um, and again, I, I loved what I heard. I loved seeing the passion, the fire from Shane Beamer. Uh, Dowell Loggins, him speaking. I'll tell you this, guys. And, and I'll be honest with you. All of my, and I think Shane Beamer did a great job in justifying why Dowell Loggins was the choice, why Gamecock fans should be confident in Dowell Loggins, right? Because let, let's face it, and this is not an insult, but it's just the truth. When, when you look at just a surface level view of Dowell Loggins and his resume and what he's done in his past, right? This is a hire that requires at least some justification and explaining. It requires somewhat of a sales pitch. And again, I don't say that in a, you know, in, in a way trying to insult Dowell Loggins or talk down on the hire. But again, when you look at it from that surface level view, no, we have not had conversations with Alshon Jeffrey and Connor Shaw and Kyle Shanahan and Bill Parcells and, and et cetera, Adam Gase. You know, the list just goes on. Jay Cutler, the list goes on and on. We have not had those conversations. So I will say, I think Shane Beamer did a good job in regards to explaining why Dowell Loggins was his choice. You know, he made it a point of emphasis to say that Dowell Loggins was a very highly sought after person, highly sought after offensive coordinator, you know, mentioned other SEC schools had reached out for his services and was someone that it was very competitive to get him. Um, and I thought they also did a really, really good job in regards to talking about the offense specifically. You know, if those two gentlemen were able to sit down and create a list of everything that went wrong on the offensive side in the two years that Marcus Satterfield was commanding that unit, I feel like they addressed damn near everything. Um, the things that stuck out to me, obviously, maximizing your players' potential, their skill sets, uh, you know, 
having an offensive system in which was is simple enough for your players to process and be able to execute on and play fast, right? Not a simple offensive scheme in the sense of, well, the defense will be able to pick it up. A simple offensive scheme where your players can process it. Your players can get it. Your players can play fast and your players can get the most out of their abilities because they're not trying to process double digit word play calls. They're not trying to process, you know, some, some gibberish that's like Chinese, like they're learning a new language. So I thought they did a great job in regards to explaining that. Now guys, we all know, right. You don't win games in a press conference. You don't win national championships in a press conference. So I don't leave the press conference and say that it's 110%. There's no doubt. Dowell Loggins will be the greatest OC to ever, ever step foot at the University of South Carolina. But, of course, I feel better after watching those two gentlemen talk on Wednesday morning than I probably did before. Uh, Again, I love Dowell Loggins speaking on Spencer Rattler, which I feel like really reinforced a lot of his talk in regards to the offense and simplifying. You know, he mentioned Rattler in the first 10 games. He looked confused in the last two. He played free, right? And it's what we talked about all season long. He played free. He played loose. He let his abilities take over. He wasn't thinking. He wasn't moving half speed, you know, and Dowell Loggins saw that. Heck, Dowell Loggins, you made a comment you guys probably saw about, you know, I was surprised or shocked how you guys finished. And I was sitting there like, Coach Loggins, we were too. <laughs> hey, if we're all honest with ourselves, we were too. But again, I, I just, you heard it over and over. And I don't think they were taking shots necessarily at Marcus Satterfield, but you heard Beamer saying it. You heard Loggins saying it. And I think they both understood and certainly Beamer understood, hey, We've got to, and there's nothing wrong with the pro style, right? You saw it work in the final two games. I don't think, guys, you're going to see, that's the thing, I don't think you're going to see some crazy reinvention on the offensive side. Like, it's not like we're going from the triple option to the spread, right? This isn't some just completely, we're reinventing ourselves offensively. I think Shane Beamer, just my guess now, I think Shane Beamer, though, wants to take what they did in the last two games take the good parts of that, which where there was a lot of good, but the adjustment they made from Florida going into the last two games, I think they want to carry that over. I think Shane Beamer now understands and realizes and is going to implement, and he brings Dowell Loggins in, and they agree they need a system and a scheme that, you know, while it is multi-layered and it's tough for defenses to defend and it puts pressure on defenses, as Dowell Loggins spoke to in his press conference, while it does all of those things and it's explosive and it's dynamic, it is one that it's like you're not outsmarting yourself, right? It's almost like Marcus Satterfield was too smart for his own good. He was outsmarting himself. And I loved how Loggins said, you know, this is a guy that's worked double-digit years in the NFL. You know, he cited that NFL players have X amount of time to work on the playbook and college players have Y amount of time. And you got to treat players like college players. You got to treat these college players like they are. They only have a limited amount of time to learn the playbook and learn what they're doing. And and so you can't ask them and you can't overload them with information, right? I talked a lot about it with Marcus Satterfield early in the season that, you know, I don't doubt that a guy like Sat and there's other OCs and coaches out there that know a lot about the game of football. You don't get to the level to be an SEC offensive coordinator or an SEC coach or, you know, even like a power five coach, you don't get to that level if you lack knowledge in the game. You, you just you just don't get to that level, guys. I refuse to believe it. But can you take the information that you have, the wealth of knowledge that you have, and put it together and, 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 and translate it in a way and and deliver it in a way 
in which your audience, a.k.a. your players, can understand the information and implement the information seamlessly. And, and it felt like that was one of the bigger problems of Marcus Satterfield. And so hopefully, you know, I think if, if Beamer and Loggins stay true to what they said, which I believe they will, and they execute on what they said in regards to simplifying and maximizing, you know, your playmakers, I think we're all confident that this thing will work out very well. And at minimum, it's going to be a major upgrade for Marcus Satterfield. I mean, if you just alone keep it simple, if you just alone keep it simple and let your playmakers go make plays, I am confident it is going to be a major upgrade for South Carolina football. Now, one of the biggest things, I think, and credit to J.C. Sherbert, he brought this up yesterday on the Daily Crow. You know, I think one of the biggest things we don't know right now that, you know, we'll have to keep an eye on and we just will not learn until we see a Dowell Loggins offense in action, one of the things we'll have to keep an eye on is just his in-game play calling, right? Because that's something we talked about with Sat, that it's instinct. It's instinct. It's you, you either got it or you don't. You either got it or you don't. Bottom line. So, you know, really curious to learn, but I, I mentioned this, guys, yesterday on social media, and I'll say it here again. Was I critical of the Dowell Loggins hire? When I first heard his name come about, yes, I was. Do I stand by what I said and a lot of my criticisms and my concerns? Guys, yes, I do. Yes, I do, because I, I still think they are very real concerns. And the fact that, you know, you can look at it from both sides. You can look at it as, and what I'm hoping to see is that, hey, maybe Dowell Loggins five years from now, he's a fantastic OC. And we will say he just wasn't an NFL guy or he was in some bad situations in the NFL, right? And, and now he's shown He's an elite recruiter. He's a college guy. He likes coaching college players, coaching a college offense versus coaching in the NFL, right? But the concern of, and you know, all these coaches he's been around can say whatever they want and how great he is. And, that, and, that's, and that's awesome. That's awesome to hear. But he's never been around an offense or been a part of an offense that he had his hands on that was worth a damn. I mean, that's just the reality. That's just the truth. That's what the stats say. And I understand that's a very surface-level way to look at it, but I'm just presenting both sides of the argument, guys. In case you don't realize, in case you didn't know, if you listen to my content long enough, I enjoy doing that. There's a reason I say the beauty is in the banter. A lot of people argue from one side. I like to see both sides. I, I really do. I like to give both sides their credit. You know, I'm not going to be overly negative, but I'm not going to be overly positive. I like to stay right in the middle and give credit to both sides because the bottom line is this. Even if we hired a big name, it wouldn't be a guarantee, right? It's not 100%. We have no idea. So, But I think there are reasons to believe. Let me say, number one, I believe in Shane Beamer. And Shane Beamer obviously believes in Dowell Loggins. Therefore, I believe in Dowell Loggins because I believe in Shane Beamer. That math equation works out. It checks out. Do the math for me. Yes, it checks out. So I believe that this offense can be much improved, much better under Beamer, under Loggins, that duo. You know, I liked everything I heard them say. I feel like they addressed, they addressed all my concerns because I just wanted someone to come in that was going to have a much simpler college offense, a college-friendly offense, I should say. And I also think this, too, here's the kicker. I think Dowell Loggins helps in the efforts of recruiting Spencer Rattler to return to school because I think Dowell Loggins will be able to provide a really unique perspective in regards to, hey, I've been at the NFL level for quite a long time. I've coached offense in the NFL. I've coached quarterbacks in the NFL. I've seen quarterbacks have great success. I've seen quarterbacks fail miserably and guys who should have stayed in school and guys who hurt themselves 
by coming out of the draft. So I think he'll be able to really speak to Rattler and give him a great idea of, hey, here's what you can expect if you go pro. Here are the challenges. Here could be the pros and the benefits to you coming back. And the more I think about it, guys, you know, I'm, I'm not advising Spencer Rattler and I'm not in his camp and whatever decision he makes is fine. But I do think there's a lot of reasons for Spencer Rattler to return, especially, especially when you factor in NIL. I mean, the money he's going to make in NIL, the money he's already making in NIL. I mean, we saw he just partnered up with Mercedes-Benz. So the NIL opportunities for Spencer Rattler are great. The opportunity to come back and play in a much improved offense is great. The opportunity to come back and, and have a complete season and a great season and be a part, by the way, of a quarterback class next year that I think is much more friendly to him in regards to where he'll be drafted. I think it makes a lot of sense. But all in all, again, excited for Beamer Loggins. I'm excited for the Dowell Loggins hire at this point. Um, you know, I'm in will-see mode, obviously, but I'm not going into 2023 with some guilty till proven innocent mindset. I'm not doing that. I'm really excited to come into 2023 with sort of a blank canvas and say, okay, let's see what you got. Let's see what a Dowell Loggins offense looks like. And I will say this, I would advise people don't, don't, don't jump ship and jump to the fire Loggins train. If the first game doesn't go well, or, you know, there's, there's a little bit of a rocky start. I'm just excited to see again, Shane Beamer got his guy. And that means something because, again, we believe in Shane Beamer fiercely. I believe 110% he's the guy to lead us. There's no question in that. And so he believes in Dowell Loggins. I think there's obviously something there. He would not have hired him otherwise. So really excited to see what Dowell Loggins brings to the table. And, again, what a Dowell Loggins offense looks like. You know, a little bit. Maybe we'll get a glimpse in the spring game. But really when we kick off next season, September the 2nd, 2023, against the North Carolina Tar Heels in Charlotte. So all in all, a great presser. I mean, again, how much does the press conference really mean? You know, that's up to be debated, if you will. But right now in current time, it was great to hear them speak. Hear Dowell Loggins, very knowledgeable, by the way. I already enjoy listening to him more than I ever enjoyed listening to Marcus Satterfield, if we're being truly honest. So uh, I thought Dowell Loggins, very knowledgeable, very smart, uh, knows what he's talking about, can explain and articulate the game. You can tell, right, he's been in the NFL and dealt with media. Beamer joked he's dealt with New York media, so he's not going to have any problems dealing with with Gamecock social media or the Gamecocks media people or just the media people in general. Um, so I like the way he carried himself, very well-spoken. I think they both said all the right things, and it's so far so good, and looking forward to seeing what a Dowell Loggins offense looks like in Columbia, South Carolina. Guys, let's keep it on the Gamecocks football side of things. We did have some football notes Come out of Thursday, Darius Rush officially announcing Thursday morning he will opt out, not play in the bowl game as he declares and prepares for the 2023 NFL draft. And I will say this, guys, I know there's going to be some people that, oh, my God, why aren't they playing in the bowl game? You know, from somebody I talked to behind the scenes, they told me that Darius and many others too, right? But he's going to this NFL camp that is on January the 2nd. Now, we play December 30th. January the 2nd is this NFL workout, and they told him, you have to be 100% healthy. And so when you put that type of pressure on a kid, and especially you think about Darius Rush, I mean, all of them that are at that point, but especially Darius Rush, where it's like you've worked your entire life. You've gone through adversity. You came to Carolina as a wide receiver. You switch positions. Nobody probably thought you'd ever even be at this position. And now you have the opportunity to turn a dream into a reality I get it. I get it, guys. It sucks in the short term. I understand why we'd want him to play. And from everything I've been told, guys, Darius Rush wants to play the bowl game. But he's been advised by everyone around him. And 
you know, he's been told, hey, it is smart for you to sit out, protect your future, protect yourself. And again, guys, you know, I, I, I know it's tough to stomach because we are thinking about it selfishly from the Gamecock side of things. We are not looking at it from the Darius Rush side of things, right? So try to take a step back, remove your garnet glasses, and think about it from the player side of things. I think you might see it just a little bit differently. Um, other note, guys, Gilbert Edmond, edge player, hits the portal. And again, guys, I would just say this. I know the transfer portal is something we're still trying to get used to and NIL and all that good stuff. Um, it's just going to happen, man. I, I don't know what else to tell you. It's just, it's the new norm of college football. Guys are going to hit the portal. I, I really don't think it's an indictment on the University of South Carolina. I don't think it's an indictment on Shane Beamer. I don't think it's an indictment on his program. I just think some guys, whether, and we don't know all the reasons, right? Because all they tell us is, you know, after talking with my family, praying to God, whatever, like I'm hitting the portal. And so there aren't really, I mean, let's just call it, right? There are really aren't reasons given why guys are doing it. You know, I, I posted a clip yesterday, and I'd reinforce that maybe Shane Beamer's not into making bad business deals, guys. Maybe Shane Beamer, you know, looks at it and says, you know what, if, if the numbers don't make sense in regards to NIL, hey, we're bringing in somebody in recruiting. Recruiting exists. We're bringing in somebody in recruiting that can fill your void and fill your role, and we don't have to spend that kind of money. Like, maybe that's the way they're attacking it. Maybe Shane Beamer is playing chess while everyone else is playing checkers. So Gilbert Edmond, you know, it sucks to lose him, but I think game the Gamecocks will be fine. Uh, I think they'll be fine. I don't think it's that big of a deal, but uh, the transfer portal, guys, is just a new reality. It is what it is. You've got to accept it. NIL, you've got to accept it. And, uh, you know, like I said, man, I, I've just kind of accepted that deals are being done behind the scenes like college football is basically a pro sport now like guys are getting paid the big ones especially the the top-notch guys they're getting paid I mean there's no reason to believe that any of them really that hit the portal are not getting paid anyone that decommit or flip or whatever there's no reason to believe they're not getting paid so I think you've got to start thinking about it more so from a business transaction side versus a loyalty you know I'm a fan I believe this like I, I kind of feel like guys unfortunately that's out the window like how in the NFL you're loyal to who signs your check that's kind of what college football is starting into. And I know many of you cringe when I say that. And I know many of you hate to hear that, but I just feel like that's the reality. Until I see different, and I know there's still some guys out there that play for the love of the game, and I respect the hell out of that. And you got to find those guys because some guys love the game. And then there's some guys that love what the game can do for them. And so you got to be able to pick out and determine which are which because it does make a difference. So um, anyways, you wish those guys nothing but the best. Hopefully they find what they're looking for. But like Shane Beamer said on Wednesday, and I loved hearing him say it, when you are on track to a certain destination and you are pacing to greatness, hey, not everybody's meant to be on your wagon. Not everybody's meant to ride along with you. Some people never get on. Some people get on and get off very quickly. Some people get on and they're on for a while and they're on for a while. And then eventually they fall off, right? Because what happens is, is along that grind and along that pursuit, right? The real continue to push on, and the fake fall off. The fake fall off. And I'm not attacking anybody saying that, but that, 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 that's, that's just how it is, whether that's in sports and business and life and relationships, what have you. So, uh, again, you wish those guys best of luck. And, you know, guys, unfortunately, I, I think the portal madness is just continuing. I don't think it's ending anytime soon. And uh, we'll continue to keep you guys updated on that front. All right, we're going to move from football to basketball, guys. Before we do, I want to tell you about our friends over at Carolina Cigars, because of course, as always, TSUS brought to you by our friends at Carolina Cigars. Carolina Cigars has been in operation since 2008, recently taken over by the Peterson family in 2020. Whether you're new to the cigar scene or whether you've been enjoying cigars your entire life, 
Carolina Cigars has the expertise and knowledge to make your visit to their shop enjoyable. Stop by for a fine cigar and experience their classic cigar lounge where people come together, share conversations, and become friends. So if you're into cigars, you're on Hilton Head Island, you really do need to come by and visit them. They offer same-day shipping nationwide, free delivery island-wide for weddings and all special occasions. They're also proud to offer premium cigars at nine outside humidor locations around Hilton Head Island, and they have special events throughout the year. They want to talk to you. They want to engage. They want to share with you their cigar selection they're very proud of and their beautiful cigar lounge. When you're in the low country, there's only one place for cigars. That's Carolina Cigars, Hilton Head Island's premier cigar merchant. Come and share your passion. It's all there at Carolina Cigars. You can find them on Instagram at at Carolina underscore cigars. That's at Carolina underscore cigars. Or give them a call today at 843-681-8600. That's 843-681-8600. Smoke them if you got them and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you guys. Gamecocks take it on East Carolina tomorrow in a neutral site game. Greenville, South Carolina, Bon Secours Wellness Arena. Spoiler alert, yours truly will be in the building. Looking forward to going to my first Gamecocks basketball game of the year and seeing G.G. Jackson in person. Two o'clock tip-off can be viewed on ESPN+. You take a look at East Carolina, 7-4 and four overall. Their head coach is Michael Schwartz. Statistically, they are shooting, or excuse me, they're scoring 74.4 points per game, allowing 71.5 points per game, and shooting 44% from the floor on the year. Guys, as we dive in our top storylines, obviously South Carolina coming off a really tough loss on Wednesday night to UAB, which was not surprising, but it's tough when you think about the fact that South Carolina is an SEC school getting really dominated the way they did against a team like UAB, a team that is not on your level, if you will. I think this game against East Carolina, because you take a look at their schedule, right? Uh, wins over, let's see, wins over Mercer, PC, Hampton, Toledo, UT Arlington, Campbell, and Coppin State, right? So they haven't beaten anybody really that jumps off the page. They have lost to Indiana State. They've lost to Old Dominion. They actually lost to South Carolina State, a team uh, that I believe the Gamecocks did beat, yes. And then lost to UNC Wilmington as well. So ECU had a very up-and-down year. I think this is a great opportunity for us to learn about this Gamecocks basketball team, right? How do you bounce back? How do you respond? Is this team going to develop in some degree? Is a number two going to step up? How does G.G. Jackson play? Um, you know, I, I know we all agree and we know that this is going to be a, a rough year one. It's a transition year. You just want to get the most out of G.G. and just win as many games you can and just go from there. But I think this is a great opportunity for us to learn something early on in the season about this game, Cox basketball team. Another big storyline, guys, of course, I'll be there in person. Gigi Jackson, can he keep it rolling? Uh, even in the game, Cox loss on Wednesday, had 20 points. Uh, he's right there at the top of, of top freshman scorers in the country. Cannot wait to watch him play. He is a top storyline in every single game. The Gamecocks play this year. Also into the big storyline, the neutral site battle in Greenville. I'm curious to see what it looks like. How's the crowd broken up? Uh, I would imagine there will be a solid Gamecocks attendance for this one. Uh, ECU also travels well. I actually went on an ECU podcast last night and talked a little basketball and football. Shout out to those guys. But uh, neutral site battle, man, should be a lot of fun. I feel like this is a really, really fun matchup, no matter the sport, between South Carolina and East Carolina. Looking forward to watching them do battle. Also, final storyline, guys, for me is this. Who's the number two for the Gamecocks? Because right now, Gigi Jackson's number one. But outside of that, it's just Gigi and a bunch of guys. Who's going to step up and be a dude, right? Is it Michi Johnson? Is it Hayden Brown? 
you got to get some help down low also. Who's going to step up down low and help you out? But who's just your number two scorer you can really depend on game in, game out? That guy has got to step up and make his presence felt. Let's look at ECU players to watch for, guys. We'll start with Javon Small. He is leading their team in scoring as I get their statistics pulled up here. Javon Small leading the team in scoring 18.1 points per game. Uh, you then look at Brandon Johnson, 13 points per game, and R.J. Felton, 11.7 points per game. And I was thinking, I was like, why does R.J. Felton sound so familiar? I had no idea why. I looked, played his first two years of high school ball at North Augusta High School. Shout out my hometown and my alma mater. Uh, his final two, he transferred and played at Aiken High School. So from the CSRA, much love to R.J. Felton and looking forward to watching him and all the rest of East Carolina play. Some good players on that ECU squad. Let's move into, guys, our lead pipe lock of the weekend for this game between the Gamecocks and the Pirates brought to you by our friends over at A1 Air Quality Consultants. Guys, A1 Air Quality Consultants is giving corporate services for working man prices. They have over 20 years in the mold industry and 10 years in the asbestos industry. They use the most modern scientific technology for highly accurate results, and they perform the following services. Mold testing air and surface, allergen testing air for things like pollen, dust, etc. Asbestos testing and building materials, asbestos air testing to make sure it's not airborne, air monitoring services during abatement projects, and E. coli testing surface and water. For more information, give them a call today at 864-619-2092. That's 864 619 2092. You can also find them on Twitter at A1 Air Quality One or on Instagram at A1 Air Quality Consultants. For any other questions, go to their website, A1 Air Quality Consultants.com. That's A1 Air Quality Consultants.com. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. All right, lead pipe lock of the weekend. Gamecocks looking to bounce back in a big way. What do we make of South Carolina? What do we make of East Carolina? Again, I think ECU a very solid team. I think it will be the Gamecocks, though, bouncing back. I feel like this team has done a really, really good job. Lamont Paris has done a good job of getting his team to bounce back, to be resilient. I think South Carolina in a neutral site game, which should feel more like a home game, will show up, will show out, will be ready to play. I think Carolina gets the dub. Lock me in. USC 74, ECU 70. I think another big game for Gigi Jackson. I think Jacoby Wright and Chico Carter will step up for you and have big days on the outside. I think it's just enough for the Gamecocks to edge out the Pirates and get the dub in this one again. South Carolina 74, East Carolina 70. My lead pipe lock of the weekend brought to you by our friends over at A1 Air Quality Consultants. Guys, that's going to do it all for me. Appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much. And again, guys, let me say this. For the final weekend before Christmas, thank y'all for your patience in regards to the merchandise side of the business, us getting the merch to you. It is truly a blessing and an honor to serve you, to provide value to you, and I appreciate you all being calm and being patient with us during this holiday season when it really feels like sometimes all chaos ensues. Let's all not forget the reason for the season. Enjoy time around family. Enjoy this Christmas season and enjoy your weekend. And I'll leave you with this. Go Cox, beat East Carolina, and we'll talk to you all on Monday.
Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.